I just see any kind of injustice done to someone who's defenseless and helpless, uh, and it could be the simplest thing, but anytime I see that, I just, you know, just gets me worked up. Well, so of course. I want to try to do something, but I can't do everything, so I do what I can when I can. And I try to analyze it and say, you know, what's the smart thing to do? No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Exactly. Okay. And that's the that's the basis of our event. And our benefit is to increase that awareness so people know awareness. what those signs are. And so quite often what we talk about, James, and uh, we have one of our mentors talks about this all the time, is that when we have a mind of uncertainty, it turns into a mind of 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 worry anxiety and fear so what we try to do what you're trying to do and it takes money to put out a message is that we try to help these people gain a gain a mind of knowledge and awareness and that can be done by opening up possibilities for them well maybe i can call this number maybe i can go to this place maybe i can talk to these people without fear of reprisal without fear of anyone finding out and one of the things that are really important is if someone is gets to that point uh you know we, we try to emphasize if you're feel that you're in that situation to call that hotline but also and they're going to tell you on the hotline is start preparing because that means Making you know, if you set up a separate checking account or you get some valuables out of the house and somewhere safe, just get ready for that moment to be proactive. You have to be, yeah, you have to prepare for it. It's not like you certainly don't want to just run out of the house out into the street. So, if a goal is to leave a situation, there has to be certain steps that have, that have is, to be put yeah. into place before that. And what you're saying is these centers can help them prepare. Exactly. The, the help, the, the hotlines that they can call, and there's many of them, uh, they can go right online and, and get some help from someone who's been, you know, seen it many times and they can give you the advice that you need. Just like you and I do therapy, we can't tell people what to do, but we can help them make wiser mind decisions. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's really tough to get. You know, uh, we talk about wise mind and it's the, you know, it's the overlapping of the emotional and the reasonable mind. And could could you imagine being under so much physical and a verbal emotional abuse to get to a reasonable mind? No one, no one can place themselves in anybody's situation. When you sit like that and you say, I understand you're lying. Right. We got what we try to do is help people help us understand how they feel. Okay. Try to see the world through their eyes and give them some encouragement and support. Exactly. Not just say, it's just like telling an alcoholic to stop drinking. Well, well, well right. leave him. Well, it's just not that easy. Exactly. Yeah. It has to be proactive. There has to be action. It's activity. It's not words. You know, it's, it's people taking, you know, a step to save their lives. And you, you and I are there to help them help help themselves we've really. seen we've seen uh many lives impacted have we not exactly uh and and i just to see someone who's just got out of a situation like that and and you talk to them and they're just shaking nervously you know i mean that that must be so and they need support this is this is when all those pent-up thoughts and feelings finally pour out and they don't trickle out of the faucet deck that's like a geyser they explode and that's when they really need the help not not particularly is of course when they getting out of the situation but following it yeah to yeah. avoid a relapse James. exactly so you've got to escape from that physical 
you know, uh, existence that you have there into a place that's safe. So that's what the centers and the, the, the Hope Center and the Center for Victims are. They're places for women to go uh, and, and they, they can feel safe. So it's like being in a rehab. Those places handle crises very, very, very nicely, okay? However, it's the aftercare. It's the maintenance right. of recovery that's really important, understanding that they have support after they leave the home. Exactly. And so so they're very good at this. They know the, the, the people that work those uh, center, center for Victims and Ali Kiski Hope Center are the two beneficiaries. Could you uh, could you say that again, please? Uh, center for Victims in Southside and the other uh, places, Ali Kiski Area Hope Center that's in Trentum, and we'll we'll have the links to those sites on the website. And there's one other beneficiary, and it's a. Uh, I have to say something about uh, Robin Lane. Robin Lane is a uh, survivor of domestic violence and child abuse. Who uh, back in the '80s, she was playing music with her own band behind her, Robin Lane and the Chartbusters. And she was the 11th video shown on MTV on its inaugural day. Ah, what was the song? The song was called When Things Go Wrong. Really? Uh, Yeah. Wow, that was the 11th song played. That was the 11th video played on MTV Ah. that day. So she had some minor success. And so what she decided to do up in the Massachusetts area was take the music and create a place for women to go to, teaches them how to play instruments, write music, write songs, and record. Mm-hmm. So she's taken her talents and she created a 5013C bene- benefit to uh, help those victims of domestic violence. So just as our philosophy is to fully impact life and to carry a message, this is exactly what she's yeah, and, doing. Yeah, and so the nice thing is she's coming down for the event uh, to play. I see that. She's on here. I noticed that all of the performers are women. Yes. Uh, I, I wanted to keep that as as part of... Uh, you know, my vision of women owning this event. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that all the performers either were solo female artists or uh, were fronted by a f- female mm-hmm. singer. So, and and something about this is, is really special is I would say that at least half of those females are survivors of domestic mm. violence. The Angels. Who, who better to share the story? Yeah, the Angels organization, which is a group of women who help that day doing all, well, actually before that day, preparing baskets. And they do all the grunt work that day. They're out there and they're really working hard. They're sweating. But ha- most of them are survivors of domestic violence too. So my good friend, Trisha Higgins, who's the, uh, the founder of the Angels group, they go out and they do these benefits and they help, you know, they help good causes. And it's a really great thing, and they, they're just a godsend. Yeah. So rather than wishing that it would go away and hoping something better happens or waiting for someone, wait, oh, I'm waiting for someone to step in. I'm waiting for someone to take some action. What you're talking about is these women are taking action, and you're helping facilitate that. Exactly. I, I just, as one the head of the Ali Kiski Hope Center said to me recently, she says, you know, you, your your music is real good and everything, and you're you're good at that. But your real talent is bringing people together. So, and I, I think that's so. That's what we try to yeah. do. We don't. We could focus on somebody's character defects and weaknesses, and things will get worse. So the idea is we everyone has gifts, talents, and abilities, James, and we help people inventory those and give them their encouragement and support to add to and reinforce those. Yeah, exactly. So. What, 
you know, it's, it was just, uh, it made sense that I could handle all the aspects of this, have someone who's taking care of this, 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 delegate what I can. And I have experience in all the areas to pull off an event like this, that it just seemed to make sense. So could you share with us some of the details of the event? Well, it goes uh, July 14th. Uh, it's a Saturday, starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it goes till 10 p.m., and it's at the Outdoor Amphitheater at Needs Hotel in Lawrenceville. That's 5438 Butler Street in Lawrenceville. And how is there advanced tickets, James? Is there? It's a free event. There is no advanced tickets. So uh, what happens is uh, we have there's a nice stage there. Uh, it's actually su- situated between two buildings. But the audience sits there in that opening there. But they also sit on the sidewalk. Ah. And they also sit in the parking spaces right there and across the street. Across the street, there's a business over there. But they have a huge sidewalk opening. Ah. So people bring their chairs, their camping chairs, whatever, and sit there. And they, they'll spend the whole day there. So how do they get more information about this event if somebody wanted to say, well, gee, I don't know, maybe I'll go. What, uh, how would they, where would they get some information from? Well, they, the best place to go is on the Facebook page. Uh, Sing to Stop is uh, the Facebook page name. And you can find out all the, most of the information there. Uh, and it's going to be actually hitting the media pretty hard uh, in the next month. Okay. So the, it, it's going to be out there and getting a lot of publicity. So what we're doing here today is we want to bring things out. We want to bring th- we want yes. to make things available to people to understand that there are actually good people doing good things. Yeah, we you know one of our sponsors is WYEP mm-hmm. and WESA, and they're going to do like I don't know twenty or thirty radio spots, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the week before the event. So that'll get some uh, radio time there. And uh, uh, I have uh, my own radio station, uh, internet web station that uh, I'll be putting that stuff on. Too. I have a hunch this could be quite an emotional event for some people. It is very emotional, and, and I'm I, I'm hoping that a good friend of mine and uh, he's he's a young kid who plays some really mean bagpipes, and uh, he's he's so good. But he happens to be the nephew of the director of the One and Out, uh, Terenum. He plays bagpipes, mm. so I ran into her and I said, "How's he? How's he doing? How's your nephew doing?" And she says, "He's doing great." And then all of a sudden, a light went on in my head and said, oh, my goodness, mm. I would love to have him come down and have a moment of silence with the bagpipes playing as a tribute to those who have fallen to the best of violence. Mm. I said, this is sweet. Beautiful. And um, those tears, James, uh, yeah. people's souls are so parched and dry that those tears can water them. Well, you know, it's 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 amazing. And last year, we, we ended the night with... Uh, Every all the musicians that were available to go up on stage, mm. and they all sang "Gimme Shelter." Ah. and I tell you what, the, the the audience standing ovation through the through the thing. Mm. It was just that was to, to me that was the moment it's tingling that I saw when mm. I started. I said, "I want to see that," and it happened. And I am that that was my pay. So what we do, James, is the, we we call these challenge podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't we don't want people to sit back. We challenge people. Uh, in fact, sometimes as the Christmas story goes, we double dog dare them <laughs> to get involved. Get involved in it. Yes. Life. To step out of that comfort zone that you have and experience life. Change doesn't take place inside that comfort zone. We challenge people to step outside that box. And here's the sweet thing about this: 
uh, is, and I, I realized this over last year, is that, you know, with, with all the things going on in the world, you know, we can vote, we have political power in that sense, we can support things, we can, we can uh, you know, attend things, we can donate, but with domestic violence, it's something that can be really close to us. You don't have to be rich, and it's something you can save a life just by seeing the warning signs. So that's kind of what the theme is, is to say, see if, if you see this happening, get to the hotline or get them to get to the Have hotline. a voice. Use yeah. your voice. So we have that power. No, no one can tell us we don't. We do have the power to do that. And that's, that's where the strength is in this kind of benefit, is that you don't need to have a voter registration. You don't need to have a bunch of money. You know, you don't need to uh, just you know, have any, any power or connections to somebody else. It's you have the power of your own voice. And just as and just as drug or alcohol addiction is non-discriminatory, it just doesn't stick with one social economic class. This type of violence pervades all across the It does. And it you know it knows no color, race, religion. It's 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 a human condition. Domestic violence under a bridge in Pittsburgh is the same as domestic violence uh, sitting in a chalet in Switzerland. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's and so, so you know, you hope that others will see it. You're this. making you're making an opportunity available. Yeah. You're 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 carrying out the message. There is help, and not only that, there is help. Here's how you can get it. Exactly. And Here's how you can get it. It's there, and we'll take we we take collection of uh, cell phones, for instance, that people no longer use. Maybe they have to get a different phone, but if they have old cell phones, we collect them, and and those go to the shelters because when women go in there, you don't want them to use their old cell phones because that connects them to somewhere. So they'll get a new cell phone or another cell phone to use to make their calls without whoever attacked them knowing where they're at, how to get a hold of them. It just keeps them safe. Uh, some of them have pets like dogs. Uh, the one in Tarentum will actually has a place for their dogs in, in the facility. Mm-hmm. So they go stay there and their dog has a place too. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So everyone experiences warm, fuzzy moments in their life, and those those pass. However, what we're going to do is challenge people out there today to make a difference, to come to our website, to check out the flyer sing to stop violence we're to, we're challenging people out there to attend this event not only to attend this with the event to carry this forward to carry the message if you see something like this happening use your voice have the courage have the courage to make a call have the courage to give somebody encouragement and support have the courage to step out of your comfort zone we dare you and as always we give a free prescription at the end of every podcast fruits nuts and vegetables unplug your television and take up fishing and for truly mindful experience we ask that you fish without bait and remember forgive yourself forgive another until all are free none are free namaste please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.